Welcome to River Memory, a conversation with St. Louis Metropolitan residents about their experiences with the Mississippi River. Funded by Hakave, this is a limited run project designed as an oral history and a collection of narratives to be preserved for posterity. Enjoy. Today we are okay. in the car with my dad, the inimitable <laughs> Professor Emeritus Eugene B. Redmond, and our colleague, photographer, professor, artist. Is it Dr. Jennifer Colton? No, it is not. It's just Jennifer Colton. It's Jennifer Colton, straight out of Boston, <laughs> by way of Washington University. Um, and we're going to be talking about specifically the river. Um, this is another remote episode where we travel. Um, and I'll make sure to include more images this time. But the basis of the episode is the import of the Mississippi River. My dad was raised in East St. Louis, Illinois, uh, which is on the eastern side of the Mississippi River across from st louis missouri on the western side of the mississippi river and we're going to just be talking about how the river has changed uh how his life collided or colluded uh with the river as an idea and as a reality <laughs> right so um jennifer what jennifer what are you anticipating is going to be uh, most resonant about what we're about to do to hear about the um, uh, just experiences, um, uh, experiences just life in general, like as uh, interacting with spaces around um, the river and especially how the river as a backdrop to um, all the kinds of things that people do, you know, whether it be fishing or recreating or um, or working, um, you know, that that river is. Oh, thank you. Um, that that the river is this. Uh, no, here we go. Yeah. Um, so for that's for you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Excellent. But the the river as a backdrop is really interesting to me because it, it's always there. Mm. And, you know, it's, mm. it's always there in the sense that you can almost forget about it unless there is some, something that you are actively doing yeah. or needing mm. that, that involves the river. Mm. And its effects are, you know, the, the effects are lingering. I'm, I'm really interested in that, too. So yeah. curious to hear about how that sort of permeates into not only a psychology, but, you know, like literally engaging with this space. Mm. And, you know, what I just connected with, uh, regarding what you were just saying is, you know, um, I have an artist friend. Her name is Dale Chambers. She was involved with the yeah, yeah, Washington University Project, Washington Cemetery Project yes, yes. that you did. Of course. And one of the things she recently said to me was, we treat the environment like we treat women, mm. that it mirrors each other. Mm. So th mm. what you just what I just heard you say was the river is there for us and we take it for granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's an interesting, you know, and it's always been portrayed as motherly, undulating, yes. life-giving. Yes. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to unpack. Mm-hmm. 
Notice that sign that says it said Cargill, yeah, one way, Malcolm and Martin Park, another way. Yeah. So, to me, that's really emblematic of <laughs> the kind of push and pull that's going on in this area. But that's not Malcolm mm -hmm. X. What is it? Oh, this is a white millionaire who built the geyser up there. Oh, really? Malcolm Martin. That's oh wow, like I Martin. thought it was Malcolm oh, X no, and Martin no, no, no. Luther King. <laughs> oh. Isn't that interesting? No, yeah. no, no. It's so, his name is Malcolm Martin. Malcolm Martin, he built the geyser. <clears throat> so where are we right now? We're on Front Street. We're on Front Street in East St. Louis. I'm always interested in, in, in train. I mean, I got thousands of pictures of trains, and one day I'll be using them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and books that I'll be doing. Whatever I'll be doing. Mm -hmm. And my dad just stopped and took a picture of the train. Railroad tracks right here. Right now we're riding along the river. This is a good turn. And this we can see the St. Louis Arch. Right yes. Good. So I can get a picture of you on the floor. Okay, <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Always, um, So, Dad, the several magazines and newspapers that have that have me standing on railroad tracks. I mean, the front pages, Alton Telegram, papers all over the world have me standing on these railroad tracks. Right. And for some reason, they've always wanted to do it. I want to get you to get a picture of us. Yeah. Before we take the picture, let me ask you a question. Uh -huh. The the way that we can kind of see the arch right here. Yeah. yeah. What was here when you were a child? Was this just could you just walk down to the river? Oh, yeah, all this, but, was the, but this train was still here, or is this a new track? Uh, yeah, well, some of it's new, yeah, but there were there were openings, you know, there were openings, yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of the tracks were here, most of the tracks were here, yeah. When they redid it, see, most of the tracks were here, so you just crossed the tracks and went on down to the the river. Uh, they were on the ground, yeah. And what kind of things would you do when you went down there? To the river? Yeah. Uh, well, we do everything from party. Okay. To so have drinks, have women there. Right, right. Have sex. <laughs> um, you would um, have have uh, baptisms. Oh, churches did baptisms. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. You, you, whatever, 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 you know. Barbecue and fun, family reunion. Okay, okay. Swim in the river, boat in the river, canoe in the river, paddle in the river. Um, Interesting. Yeah. This is really loud because we're literally about tw we're literally about 20 feet from a train, uh, <laughs> but we have we've been we've maneuvered our bodies over here right near the river to see the landscape that has now been made so inaccessible. We had to 
we have to kind of fling our bodies up on a piece of concrete and that's just to see the river not to get near it as i'm looking further down this uh wall they have we could get near the river yeah but uh it's so interesting that this used to be something that people could touch and now I know it. it's been made really hard to get near like all this all this was just beach like it was sand like that it was just beach like yeah yeah you're like a normal and now beach. it has a lot of debris yeah. it looks industrial it looks like it's not owned yeah. by people like it's owned but by a corporation <laughs> but we can see St. Louis from right here the ice is floating down the river. Is this one of the areas where people would swim or is that another part? I'll show you. Yeah, yeah, closer to where actually our streets were. But this would be one because people would come from that way. Okay. I'll show you. So your older brother would do what now? Swim to the middle pier, climb it, lean against it, or whatever. That same one? Yeah. The Eads one? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Take a break, rest, swim all the way over to St. Louis. Take a break, swim back, do the same thing. We wow. watched him. And swim Burnett back. Burnett or John Henry? Uh, John Henry. And that one, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With all the no, wait a minute. Well, no, not that one. No, it's farther down because that's that's uh, that's that's uh, forty. That wasn't even there. That wasn't even there. No. I'm, I'm. You know what I'm suspecting and, and that MLK the current was, was different because the river hadn't been tampered with in the same ways. So, what, what was the current of the river like back then? Was it really it, strong? Was it? It was sometimes strong, sometimes weak. But we knew, we instinctively, you know, Kentucky wind is, you know. So we could tell whether whether you you know, and we knew where that's one one right there. We knew where there were sinkholes. Uh -huh. You can read them if you if you know it. That's one over there. See that spot? My it's dad is pointing to a spot where the flow, flow changes. It's a flow. I mean, right out there by that second. Okay, I know what okay. I can know what's right. You can see the whirlpools and yeah. sinkholes. You can yeah. tell from the top yeah. a little bit. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. You know what's gonna take you down. And <laughs> interesting, it is. It is. right? Wow! Wow! So you said people would trap rabbits oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. on the way to the river? On the way to or on the way back from the river. Okay. We'd trap rabbits. We made our own weapons. I never was a hunter. I never, I couldn't stomach it. Mm. I'd eat the results of it. <laughs> but I was just, uh, yeah, yeah, I was a weak stomach. I mm -hmm. was a weak stomach. Well, you were a poet. Yeah. You might have been thinking about the soul of the rabbit. And all this stuff. <laughs> no bridges, no freeways, all this. All this, we just walked. 
So this was like woods. Wood. Put on your seatbelt, Dag, so it can stop um, beeping. And um, this is Shelly's place, Treasure. Right, I know about that. Mm -hmm. What is it? It's called Comprehensive. It's a, a mineral uh, and drug. Oh, rehab. Rehab. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the river is always. It, it, I wonder, is it like this in every? In charge of this mm. I wonder, is it like that in every city where the river is kind of like the outskirts place? It's where you put stuff that you don't want to look at, think about, that you see as refuse or dumping. Because we could even say that about the mental health facility. Mm. People don't That's want right. it near in the middle of the city. That's right. Or graveyard. it's, it's graveyards. It's near the river. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, where right. where are we headed now, Dad? We're heading to Rust City to show you where <clears throat> where I walked. Now this street here. I walked that street just to show you where where we walked to the river. So we're right on the river. time I would come home before I moved home, you know, it would marvel me and disturb me, you know, what are they doing in my city, especially when they drop the freeway down in, in the middle of this, uh, in the middle of the South End. So right now we're driving through the part that used to back up and flood all yeah, the way from the, the river. Down for you. Oh good, thank you. That's better. And right now it's crisscrossed by a, a network of highways. The railroad tracks. And railroad tracks. And the highways are above us on pylons or stilts yeah. or whatever you would call them. Yeah. But before, this is all. These would be all the holes. We're on our way to the river, see. Mm -hmm. And we just we just stopped watering holes. We call them fishing holes. Mm -hmm. What kind of fish was it? Do you remember? Yeah, catfish, carp. Let me call it garfish. And those mm -hmm. were fish without scale. They sort of looked like. Uh, they were like catfish, no scales, mm -hmm. but they looked more like uh, like those prehistoric, uh, those grotesque prehistoric snakes. You know. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> but were you they saw tasty? Them? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> he you, ate you them. Would cat them. Catch them and eat them. Mm -hmm. Some called garfish. Garfish. Prehistoric snakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Snake what did boys cook or did you take it home to mothers who cooked? Mother my mother cooked them 
And then the boys learned a, a different way of cooking from with from the men. Okay. So the boys learned how to cook in open pots outside. And hmm. a lot of, in fact, so much red pepper that it would turn the fish red. And back now, some of the fish turn red, like um, crawfish, mm -hmm. which I didn't even know until I first saw it written down that it was crayfish, right? Which is called a crawfish. <laughs> right, right, crawfish, yeah. Right. right. It was really funny. Like, I've been trying to figure out, looking, looking at the picture in the book and looking at the spelling, like... <laughs> that must be a regional thing. Crayfish, crawfish. Mm. It is. The pronunciation. It is. Yeah. It's a southern. Mm-hmm. Because the heart of East St. Louis is very southern. Yeah, that's right. Um, and as, as I was saying, they call it... I said somebody on the phone. They call it up south. That meant two things. Up south. Take pride in the southern black culture. Huh. And your life is still in danger, even though you're up there. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Mm. Beware of white people, uh -huh. but at the same time, don't give up. Don't give up this badass southern culture, the way you cook, and the way you talk, and the way you walk. Then people would get up here for a few years, and then they would start to ridicule people who came up. And put a red handkerchief in the in the in the, in the upper pocket of the coveralls, like they are so country. <laughs> <laughs> and they say alt for zero. <laughs> now we didn't say it because we we were first generation northern. I mean Midwesterners are northern, but we heard. But our, our folks said it, right? Or you know, my father. My father was a very well educated man. Not with formal education, but he was self-taught. He taught me, he had taught my grandmother, his mother, how to read during the, during the Depression. Mm -hmm. How to read and write. Dad, I had a question so you about see what, You see what I mean? Mm -hmm, all yes. of this, look how much area we had. Oh, yes. All this stuff. You see the dip, so they're just full of, full of puddles. Right. And so what, the river was all here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, no, not the river. But when it was, was flooded, or when there. it was flooded, Man. yes, yes. Yeah, but the river when it flooded, it came up here. You had all these mm -hmm. dozens of holes. This is all up and down the river, right? Mm -hmm. And whatever town you were in. Well, I, you know what? I had two questions. Yeah. Number one, I, I, I'm thinking about the kind of self determination that being able to go out into the landscape and feed yourself mm -hmm. creates. Yeah. I was wondering, what do you do? You think that's a, do you see that as some sort of major loss, some kind of psychic loss? Oh, very much so. Very much so. That's what I said to, to Yon and Ram. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be able to make a fire without a match. <laughs> you have to be able to count quickly without a digital uh, machine. Mm -hmm. If somebody says, okay, you owe me, uh, you owe me $87.13. and you're supposed to be able to say, you I mean, I mean, this costs eighty, eighty. This costs eighty dollars and, 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 and thirteen cents. You're supposed to say, uh, uh, I owe you, I owe you nineteen dollars and uh, ninety three cents. Mm 
you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're supposed to be. You gotta be. Yeah, I mean, I, I do it all the time when I'm around people that they don't know. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do something, and then I kind of, I just instantly do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I said, so you have to mm-hmm. know how to do that. You know, mm-hmm. I tell I tell them I told them that every time we've been together. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Make, I know how to make a fire. Make mm-hmm. sure you got a lot of water around you. Make a fire without. Just the and other day, driving. Native American before we yeah. we understood that. Do you want some pictures from down under here? Sure. Yeah. Uh, just the other day, driving down St. Clair into East St. Louis, um, a little troop of uh, of deer. Mm. Uh, it looked like the mother was standing in the road so that the other younger people, younger um, well, they people, uh, <laughs> the younger <laughs> deer could could cross. And that was right behind East St. Louis Senior High School that I saw the group of deer. Okay. So they, they're they still among us. They've just retreated because we kind of yeah. encroached on them. Yeah. But the second question was uh, regarding and pollution. I want to show you a phenomenon there <clears throat> when we get up there with these, these what we call cross ties or, or railroad logs. Mm-hmm. How valuable they were, right there. Uh huh. When, whenever they changed the tires, the tires, we put new ones down. They throw those on the side now. Those mm-hmm. would have been gone so fast in my day because people needed them for fuel. Uh, the railroad tires, yeah. the wood. Yeah. And uh, in that day, did you know they have a do? creosote in them you know like they do now? Do? You know what we would do? What's that? Actually, I would run over there, I'd race boys over there, and put the initials of my my family initials on them chalk. Uh huh. Oh, to, to, to speak to for them. them. Yeah. And everybody would do it. Uh huh. Mm. And, and it was all, would always it? honest. Nobody mm-hmm. ever went in and raced any, and you know. Mm. Wow. And sometimes when they were throwing them over or throwing them off the the, the bridge, we would run under there, and sometimes people would get hurt. Hmm. Because look, you guys look. had wood heaters in your house and coal? Yeah. Because I know my dad delivered coal as well. Yeah, but if you had, if, you were, if you're going to be frying and fishing breakfast, you could just use the, the wood. The wood, oh yeah. That but makes in, sense. In this, in this day, if, they, you're, if you were going to cook, if you were going to cook a stew, then you use coal. Oh, <laughs> right. Not burning. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was something that gone now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the last question I had was regarding uh, pollution, Dad. Mm. Yeah. What with the river, specifically with the water, did you notice anything in the fish that indicated it? Did you hear adults talking about anything regarding the the cleanliness of the river? And and how did you guys see the 
the we river. We haven't talked about that much, but fish were cleaned very carefully. Okay. Yeah. To take out all the insides. But they're but but right after you you scale them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the idea of a chemical pollution wasn't talked it about. It wasn't talked about that much. You know, like, um, unfortunately, we, you know, of course there were people around. There was always a nerdy person. You know, just like there was somebody on the corner saying, you know, we'd be in church. And somebody would say, you think a white Jesus is going to save you from this shit? <laughs> and my grandmother would make us cross the street. <laughs> So there was always somebody speaking against in opposition to the environment. Yeah, 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 and in opposition to the cultural yeah, yeah, story. Always, and then there'd be somebody <laughs> with a sign. Jesus will be here at eleven fifteen AM Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> the doomsday folks. The rapture folks. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh mm. it was cold blooded. <laughs> mm-hmm. 